0: Love and light. This is Healthy Talk Show, recording live on Monday, January 13th, 2020. I'm Robert. And I'm Marissa. Show notes will be over at HealthyTalkShow.com forward slash
1: 49. On this episode of Healthy Talk Show, we have voting machines connected to the internet. And Palestine lost on Jeopardy. But first... I discovered a planet.
0: He's not kidding. 17-year-old Wolf Sukier actually discovered a planet 1,300 light-years away. The planet is seven times larger than planet Earth. What's interesting about this planet is that it orbits two stars. Just like Luke Skywalker. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Just like Luke Skywalker in Star Wars. I know. It's great.
2: Eckers home planet from Star Wars. This planet has two sunsets from
0: its two stars. Wolf, a senior at Scarsdale High in New York, made the remarkable discovery while interning at NASA. Cool stuff. Pretty cool. Cool discovery as an intern, dude. Yeah,
1: you? that's why you got to get those interns. Yeah, internship. That's
0: cool. Know what's no,
2: going to happen? Especially at
0: NASA. Wow. Yeah. I'm discovering a planet. What? Dream come true. NBC Nightly News flu deaths.
2: According to the CDC, pediatric deaths are double what they were the same time last year. And overall, in just one week, total deaths from flu have spiked from 2,900 to 4,800. In total, 87,000 people hospitalized. In Boston, longer waiting times and patients even treated in the hallways. We're noticing a level of crowding that is concerning us, and we still have a lot more flu season ahead of us. Doctors say most people can treat their flu symptoms at home. See your doctor if you have shortness of breath, dizziness, dehydration, or an underlying medical condition.
0: Interesting report. (laughs) CDC flu chart. This is according to the CDC. Yeah. Looks like...
1: Looks like a typical... Looks like flu flu so far
0: we'll see we'll see how it goes yeah don't know
1: and it follows the same trend of January is typically where it spikes yeah. up so it's not surprising that it's doubling
0: yep it is what it is with the flu Plus, be I've, safe out there
1: I feel like we hear this report every year yeah though.
0: it's they always say that oh every year
1: the hospitals are lining up
0: yep every around this time every, yeah I, yeah it's true it's, <laughs> we'll be doing healthy talk show next year it'll be the same thing <laughs> Ars Technica, U.S. government-funded Android phones, come pre-installed with unremovable malware. The first is heavily obfuscated malware that can install adware and other unwanted apps without the knowledge or permission of the user. Android UMX contains striking similarities to two other Trojan droppers. For one, it uses identical text strings and almost identical code. And for another, it contains an encoded string that, when decoded, contains a hidden library named com.com. Android.google.bridge.something. Once the library is loaded into memory, it installs software malware, malware bytes calls it. Android Trojan hidden ads. It aggressively displays ads. The second unpleasant surprise delivered by the UMX U686CL, that's the phone, is something called wireless update. While it provides a mechanism for downloading and installing phone updates, it also loads a barrage of unwanted apps without permission. The app is a variant of Adups an app from a China-based company by the same name. In 2016, researchers caught add-ups ser- serendipitously collecting data on hundreds of thousands of low-cost phones from Blue. Wow. While all the installed apps Malwarebytes <laughs> examined were clean and free of malware, the presence of the feature that automatically installs apps poses an unacceptable risk, particularly since removing the feature prevents the phone from receiving updates, basically breaking the phone over time. Over the years, pre-installed malware has been found on Blue. Low- on a raft of low-cost Android phones from a variety of providers and manufacturers, an incomplete list includes a backdoor and hundreds of thousands of Blue devices, a powerful backdoor and a rootkit also on Blue devices, and a covert downloaders on 26 different phone models from various manufacturers. Wow. Yeah. Blue was quite controversial at the time. People don't remember this, but they were actually subsidized by our friends over at Amazon. Ooh. They were an Amazon subsidized phone. Yeah, I felt bad. I told my niece to buy one. <laughs> Oops, sorry. I didn't know about that. A year later, it came out. They were Chinese spying devices, essentially. Oops. Oops, sorry. Uh, turn off your phone. Yes. <laughs> what do you do? There is a cheap phone. It's a $60 Android yeah. phone. It's a great deal. Well, unfortunately, poor people, people are have... poor people are getting hurt on this one. They're oh, the yeah. ones made, made to suffer. This is BS. So we're installing malware on poor people's phones. That's not cool. On these Obama phones, or whatever you want to call them, these phones that were free for low income, that is is wrong. Nothing's free. Yeah, nothing is free. And obviously, their dad is paying for something.
1: Yeah, and of course, now you're talking about poor people and what kind of manipulation are they being subjected to?
0: Yep. You don't know. They should just get a clean phone. Those phones are nice. They're Samsung Galaxy S3s, too. I really wanted one, but now with this malware on it. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. It sure is. Bloomberg, 23andMe, licenses its own drug compound to Spanish firm Almerol. Previously, the company made a deal to share its data and collaborate on drug development with UK drug maker GlaxoSmithKline, which took a $300 million stake in the company in 2018. But this is the first time it has licensed a compound is developed in-house. The compound belongs to a class of large molecular drugs designed to target a single protein in the body, what's known as a bispecific mono monoclonal Cl- antibody. I think I said that right. Monoclonal yeah. antibody. The antibody is designed to block signals from a, fer- from a family of proteins known as IL-36 cytokine that is associated with many autoimmune and inflammatory conditions such as lupus, Crohn's disease, and Crohn's disease. 23andMe was most interested in the antibody's effectiveness to treat severe forms of psoriasis. The company put the drug compound through animal testing, but it will still need to undergo clinical trials in humans. Very creepy. Yeah, twenty three and me.
1: Well, on on one hand, I want to be excited because this could be cool developments for treating these diseases.
0: Yeah, this uh, was research uh, done unknowing, unwittingly. People submitted their yeah. DNA, did not know this is all going on now. Well,
1: that's the other and side.
0: You you did it. You you blew it. The cat's out of the bag. We're all screwed. I don't just ah.
1: Yeah, it, it's <laughs> just unfortunate because now. We can't get this data back, though, but I do like the scientific progress. Yeah, but, that's fantastic. We don't know how else this data is being used or yeah. potentially being used
0: against us. And because, Yeah, <laughs> what people don't understand is this is all research that's being disclosed to us. For instance, defense research is not going to be disclosed to us. We're not going to hear about that in the press. We're not going to know what yeah. they're doing with this stuff as far as defense and military. We're not going to know. We'll never know. Well we'll know fifty years down the line, that's the disturbing part. It's the stuff we don't know about.
1: Yeah. And that's kind of the thing that people don't talk about with these scientific progresses is once you kinda of open Pandora's box, we can't go back. So Exactly.
0: When you drop the A bomb, you start yeah. the arms race.
1: So this can information can be used for both good and bad purposes. Yeah.
0: Weaponization of information, unfortunately. And we're all about knowledge, information. Knowledge is power. It's true, knowledge is power. But Who has the knowledge, 23andMe, they really have the... Do we have access to that database? Can we use it for our own research? I doubt I don't think so. The Guardian. Skype. Audio graded by workers in China with no security measures. A Microsoft program to transcribe and vet audio from Skype and Cortana for years with no security measures, according to a former contractor who says he reviewed thousands of potentially sensitive recordings on his personal laptop from his home in Beijing over the two years he worked for the company, Microsoft. The recordings both deliberate and accidentally invoked activations of the voice assistant as well as some Skype phone calls were simply accessed by Microsoft workers through a web app running in Google's Chrome browser on their personal laptops over the Chinese internet, according to the contractor. A lot of problems there. Workers had no cybersecurity help to protect the data from criminal or state interference and were even instructed to do the work using new Microsoft accounts with all all the same password for ease of management, the former contractor said. Employee vetting was practically non-existent. He added, "This is scary. You're accessing Microsoft stuff with Google Chrome. First of all, why? That's stupid. Wouldn't you? If you work at Microsoft, shouldn't they be telling you to use Edge or <laughs> you know the new Internet Explorer, which is called Edge? What is going on? Ah, uh, Skype phone calls. What is this? Is crazy. Wait, I had a question because I thought the Skype
1: phone calls were encrypted.
0: I think the texts are. I don't think phone calls are.
1: Oh, I
0: don't think they are." We, I've, I remember they announced that they were looking at us using Whisper uh, signal encryption. I don't think. I think they did it for text. I don't think they did it for anything else. Hmm. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Skype, don't outsource your stuff and use encryption. And wow, over the Chinese. That's just so weird because yeah. Skype's yeah. An, Amer- they're, Microsoft's an American company. That's, you would want to encrypt your stuff. Now they're just... But might be picking up information about you, your company. Yeah too.
1: But that's the trend that we've seen is these companies always outsource this sort of work to you know the lowest bidder and outside companies, these contractors. Yeah. So we really have no idea who's actually listening in.
0: Yeah, we don't. Once it's on the internet, it's yeah. on the internet.
1: And now it can get shared and yep. spread and replicated. Yeah,
0: that's why you don't want voting machines on the internet. NBC News.
3: We've heard it at congressional hearings for years.
2: Our voting machines are not connected to the internet.
3: Those are not connected.
0: Voting machines themselves are not connected to the internet. And we
2: knew that wasn't true.
0: And so, oh. wait, what? We knew that
3: wasn't true. They uh, they just said it was. They weren't connected oh, to the internet. No. I believed them. They were lying this whole time?
0: I i
3: i. A security expert Kevin Skoglin wanted to prove it. So he and nine other independent security consultants created their own search engine looking for election systems online.
2: We found over 35 had been left online. And we're still continuing to find more. Left online? Yeah, just left online. No problem.
3: Left online. ...themselves are not designed to be online. So how are some voting systems getting online? We got a firsthand look when we visited ES&S, the largest manufacturer of voting machines, and talked to CEO so why, Tom Burke. Okay, why is there a Sprint thing here and a Verizon thing here?
2: There's a small percentage of jurisdictions in the country, a lot of them are in Florida, uh, who have decided that they want to modem unofficial results to... Uh, to the election office.
3: You know, you do wonder sometimes whether or not uh, our thirst for quick results sometimes may be interfering with our thirst for accurate results.
2: You know, Cynthia, that that's not my place to judge that one. Again, these jurisdictions have a need for that.
3: ESNs insists while there are fourteen thousand of its modems in use. Fourteen thousand modems in use. Fourteen thousand. <laughs> Those are all connected to the internet.
0: Oh, there man. are
3: firewalls separating those modems from the public internet. Bullshit. The modems are turned on for just seconds. <laughs> Sorry <see> my <laughs> but right. Skoglund yeah, says yes. that's not so, enough.
2: You know, we're seeing um, Illinois and Michigan.
3: Last summer, Skoglund's team found ESNs voting systems online in at least some of the precincts in 11 states, including the battleground states of Florida, Michigan, and Wisconsin. If you were able to get inside these systems. Could you do more than perhaps mess up the preliminary results? Could you actually get deeper inside the system?
2: Absolutely, and that's, that's my biggest concern.
3: Top computer scientist Andrew Appel agrees with
2: Skoglund. Once a hacker starts talking to the voting machine through the modem, they can hack the software in the voting machine and make it cheat in future elections. In
3: August, Scoglin took weeks, his results you know, to, to election officials uh, and the press, Denver, assuming the systems uh, will get down. taken down. We, we were astonished when he 40. showed us some of those systems right, are so still you know, online. <laughs> oh, man. are a bad
2: idea. Those modems are network connections, and that leaves them vulnerable to hacking by anybody who can connect to that network. We should make sure that voting machines are not connected to the Internet. Period. Period.
3: The good news, Lester. Experts told us most of the country votes with paper and pencil. Those ballots counted by scanners without modems. That means audits and recounts are possible.
0: That's good. But okay. holy moly, all these voting machines have modems and why?
3: What yeah. is, uh, yeah.
0: Why? Why Why?
1: everything on the internet? Why? Uh. This is why we need a healthy talk show to tell us these things.
0: Though. <laughs> exactly. Sky News, a good use for the internet.
4: Um, I'm calling from the US. I'm currently in a call with my friend. He had a seizure and he's not responding anymore. I do have his address and he lives in Wednesday, Cheshire. Sorry, I'm shaking.
2: While the police and ambulance were dispatched, Aidan's parents were downstairs, unaware of the drama unfolding.
3: Well, first we knew there was um, two police cars arrived out front, flashing lights, um, just had a look. Thinking that they were going elsewhere, and then they started to run up our path. They said uh, they've had a call, unresponsive mail at the address. Um, we said, "Oh, we've not called anyone." They said, "No, the calls come from America. Uh, impossible seizure." So then that made me think, Aidan. So I just ran up the stairs and found Aidan. He was really disorientated and not really with it at all.
2: Aidan's saviour was twenty-year-old Dia Lathora, who could hear that he was in trouble.
0: Okay. So I'm gonna stop it here. Sounds like a great story. Two friends are playing video games online. One of them starts having a seizure. The one in the US calls to save her friend in the UK. Beautiful story.
1: Yeah. I'm- okay.
0: I'm a little. Nah, I'm just saying. Listen to this kid's story. I don't believe what the, I don't believe what was going on. let just. it's just. I'm questioning. I'm not questioning the kid had a seizure or anything. I'm just questioning what was going on with this. I've just gotten up from a computer to go and sit down in bed. I felt a little funny. Uh, so I turned my mic around so she could still hear me, and then next thing I knew, I was waking up with police and my parents in my room and saying that I just had a seizure. I had no idea what was going on. Where's the webcam at? I think they were going to do some naughty stuff on the webcam. What do you think? You know, kids these days. Right. So where's the webcam? I don't know. Okay. They, they took it out of the shot. I have no idea. he ah. has got a fancy. he has got a fancy microphone, but where's the webcam at? It's not there. I don't know, just saying. Cute story though. Really like it. <laughs> it was touching because two online friends freaking yeah, she had his was, address, so they're cute. obviously pretty close. If, you know yeah, where I was the, if she knows that's kind of if yeah. That. I don't have a lot of my online friends' addresses, so again. I don't know. Cute story though. All right. Getting really conspiratorial now. <laughs> CBS this morning, lost Epstein footage.
2: The well connected sixty six year old was accused of sexually abusing dozens of underage girls. Mola the reports... report
0: Okay not accurate exactly he was more of a facilitator of the abuse so he's not i wouldn't is he an abuser or is he the Mm -hmm. facilitator he's more of the facilitator let's talk about who's actually doing the abusing part that's fine that's fine okay back to epstein because okay
2: or it's on the growing criticism of the jail where epstein was held a recent 60 minutes broadcast shows the new york jail cell where jeffrey epstein hanged himself last august but now there's new focus on the suicide attempt Epstein made weeks before he died. Video of the cell exterior where Epstein first tried to end his life was sent to federal investigators and restored last week. But on Thursday, prosecutors said it's the wrong video.
0: Oh
1: what? federal prosecutor Of course it's the wrong video. Whoops. How is that possible?
0: Whoops. I- Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself.
2: Peter said the jail inadvertently preserved video from the wrong tier at the
0: sure. jail, mm-hmm. and as a result,
2: video from outside the defendant's cell no longer exists. Bullshit. CBS News legal analyst. No, no, wait,
1: and what happened to the other video? They yeah, already where, deleted it? Yeah, where's
0: the other video? Exactly. Well, we gave you the wrong video. What happened to the other one? Uh, it's scrubbed.
1: You you can't tell me that they collect so much data on us and keep it for who knows how long. But, oh, this prison video. Yeah, yeah yep, we yep. we wiped can't it already. Get, we
0: can get that ring video, no problem. But that yeah. prison video? Ooh, that very controversial prisoner who killed himself all of a sudden that everyone's questioning? Hmm, that video's gone already. Mm-hmm. Here's a legal expert.
4: When I read this letter... I had to reread it because I said this just can't be happening. This is madness.
2: Nicholas Tartaglione was Epstein's cellmate at the Metropolitan Correctional Center for the weeks between Epstein's July arrest and his first suicide attempt. Bruce Barquet is Tartaglione's attorney. It is the worst facility, jail or prison that I've been to in 35 years of practicing law. The missing jail cell video could reignite speculation of a cover-up as the detention (laughs) facility continues to be under fire for multiple failures before Epstein died in custody.
4: When you've got videotape disappearing, cameras not working, guards allegedly not being uh, where they're supposed to be, it's no wonder that Jeffrey Epstein is dead.
2: These things can happen, right?
4: These things can happen, but they all shouldn't happen in one place. (laughs) <laughs> at the yeah. same
0: time, exactly. Once, yeah, exactly. It's too uh, ridiculous. Yeah, even she, what, even CBS, what the hell yeah. is going on? How are you? What is this? Uh, aye, aye, aye. switching gears to relationships, inside edition. Why January is the month of divorce?
2: January has been dubbed divorce month because so many couples decide to end their marriages. Lawyer Kelly chang Rickard says divorce filings always tick up in January. January,
4: People have a tendency to set New Year's resolutions, and so number one would be, I'm getting divorced this year. Also, holidays are very stressful when you have family relationships. So a lot of times they're like, that's the last time I'm spending Christmas with that family.
2: Google searches (laughs) for the word divorce.
0: Family (laughs) drama. It's always always family drama.
2: Traditionally peak the first week of January. So why is January Divorce Month? Experts say some couples want to have one more holiday season as a family, especially if they have kids. But as soon as January 1st rolls around, the first call is to the divorce lawyer. Damn,
0: New York Times, divorce, January Divorce Month, fact or fiction? It's not actually true. (laughs) I think that's the gist of it. Oh, sorry, hit my microphone. Yeah. While some lawyers see an increase in divorce filings after the holidays, one study said March and August are actually the months when it's more common for couples to split. Well, then
1: there was an argument, too, that people start thinking about divorce in January, but then the paperwork isn't finished until March. Yeah, in
0: California, the paperwork will take (laughs) forever. I know that. Yeah, and
1: that was another thing that they brought up that was kind of hard to determine. Mm -hmm. So California has a six-month waiting period, uh, North Carolina, you have to be separated for a
0: year. <laughs> a year? Yes. Yeah,
1: so wow. Mean, they you have to be sure. really sure.
0: Yeah. you better very <laughs> sure you don't like this person anymore. Man, I was, I'm was. i sure
1: 100%. Year rolls around. Damn, <laughs> hey, yeah. i still a Yeah, it's still, still a We're still married. Count the days. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, that's funny. Wow. All right. Yeah. They also said uh, it was Valentine's Day date was a trigger so that that corresponded with that march date
0: and after
1: valentine's day that
0: people break up after valentine they don't want to be single on valentine's day maybe a lot of people don't like being single on valentine's day is that
1: yeah and, or they expect you know their partner will come through and oh give them the valentine's yeah. day of their dream. don't
0: date me if you want a valentine's day <laughs> a lot of history on that one a lot of word upset of partners about that one yeah <laughs> word of warning for me valentine's day does not no go maybe apps can help good more in america these apps can, may help improve your relationships
4: we know people are meeting and dating through apps but now a new genre of phone-based tools that make your marriage or partnership sweeter and more rewarding what matt and- what?
1: I, I, I thought the phones were hurting our relationship. <laughs> no, no, it's going to make them sweeter and more oh, rewarding. All right, now. all right, I'm yeah,
0: ready. Yeah, it's going to make them sweeter and more rewarding.
1: Charity
4: are doing it all. She runs her own business. He has a big-time office job. and co-
0: A big-time office job. I love a big, big-time big office job. Yeah. Big-time, as opposed to those small-time office jobs. You don't want the small-time <laughs> okay. office jobs, you want the big-time yeah, office
1: jobs. Yeah, do, how do I know if I have a small yeah. or big <laughs> office job? <I> <laughs> Uh, coaches football
0: and, Coaches football oh
4: yeah they have four tents. Ooh, nice. right? the a lot of kids craig is a three-ring circus
0: so we asked them to try- yeah you have a freaking circus tent too mm-hmm. for your house Well big is your house look uh, at the house there wow wow got some pillars in the middle there yeah nice house is a
4: three-ring circus so we asked them to try out love nudge it's a communication tool that determines how people feel oh, loved
0: God. love nudge
4: Is it through (laughs) verbal appreciation, touch, little gifts? Once that's established, the app... (laughs) Little gifts, touch,
1: verbal appreciation.
4: ...each partner to reach out in those specific ways. Love (laughs) Nudge is one of a growing body of apps that coach people through interpersonal dynamics and help couples Uh feel truly connected. All relationships need work and they need tweaking on a daily basis. You have to be mindful about reaching out to each other physically, verbally, emotionally to keep those bonds strong.
0: Yeah. By not using your freaking phone. Who is this? Who is this hack? What
1: the heck? I'm, what is that? I didn't quite understand. So is the app helping you compose messages?
0: I, it looks like it. It looks like you got little points. I have no idea how this <sighs> app works. I'm not going to download. It's probably going to track you. Yeah, I'm not convinced. Don't at download all. apps.
4: ...app could help. Besides Love Nudge, this one,
0: Between, is an intimate space for being silly, romantic, Wait, and what? setting... Re- What's an intimate space for being silly? Why? Why? Do why? I, I have an intimate space if I share space with my partner. Isn't that my intimate space? What is this? Isn't that your bed? And if you really want intimate space, it's called Signal. If you want an intimate <laughs> space on your phone, Signal uses end-to-end encryption. This does not. They spy on you. I can almost guarantee you that this service spies on you. I haven't read their EULA, and I can almost guarantee you they, wanna, they want all your data
4: reminders of upcoming date nights but do our busy working or parents feel like put it on the they'll...
0: calendar Yeah, put on a calendar, dude. <laughs> what is this?
1: You love <laughs>
0: like they're they're talking about a married couple right Yeah, this is what they don't <laughs> how to function without their What? you guys need counseling or something? You're thinking, What the hell is going on? You never have a function as a couple.
4: Nudge app actually brought them closer. I would just call it a
0: great way of bringing us back together. There's certain things that she needs. And there's certain things that she loves, um, and this is this was a great way to remind me of that.
4: It made me more aware and want to be intentional to make sure that like I was doing something thoughtful and intentional to make him feel like. Words of affirmation. I have
0: definitely received a lot more words of
4: affirmation. <laughs> definitely. My love tank's cool.
0: Okay, this is insulting on many levels. First of all, this app is insulting because it's called Love Tanks. No, it's called Love Languages. Go over to, what is it? www.5 the number five. So five, like five, numeral five, love languages.com forward slash quizzes. Go there, find out your love language. There are only five of them physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, or receiving gifts. That's what what it is. It's real easy. You need to know what you like, how you like to be communicated to love-wise, and your partner needs to know their love language. And then guess what? You have to learn to communicate in your partner's love language. So for instance, I don't like receiving gifts, so don't, don't give me gifts. But if I had a partner that liked receiving gifts, guess what? I'd have to learn how to give gifts. Because the, you, have, you have to be like able to communicate in their love issue. language. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a compatibility issue. That's a big one for me. If someone likes to get in good and like love languages aren't the same. <laughs> yeah, love languages. You don't need an app for this. Do not download stupid apps to talk to your partner. You don't need that. The phone is a barrier. It's a barrier for everything. It's a barrier. It's a barrier. It's a barrier. Yeah. Think about it. When you take a picture with your phone, you're looking at something and you look at it through your phone. Now you're just putting up that barrier in front of your eyes. Now you're just... Separating yourself from the moment. Yeah.
1: Plus, you want to ask your partner how how do they like to be touched specifically? Yeah. Is the app going to tell
0: you? No. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Just take this little quiz, a Love Five Love Languages quiz. They're going to try to sell you crap. They're a business. They have a book. It's an author. It's a concept. It's whatever. It's that stuff. Don't download anything. They're pretty <laughs> reputable. Try to actually get them on the show. Just stop talking shit about them. All right, closing out today in this episode of Healthy Talk Show, Democracy Now.
4: The game show Jeopardy has
1: sparked outrage.
0: Oh, no. Not Jeopardy. Not Jeopardy. Uh, Church 200. Built in the 300s AD, the Church
2: of the Nativity. Katie. What, is Palestine? No. Jack, what is Israel? That's it. And that takes you to 2,200.
0: You're still in third place, however, which of course means that you get to go first in double jeopardy.
4: In fact, the Church of the Nativity is located in the Palestinian territory of the West Bank, which is occupied by Israel in violation of international law. Palestinian human rights activists have called on jeopardy to apologize.
0: Ooh, that's an awkward one. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And that's healthy talk show for you. (laughs) You won't know what our love language is.
1: Head on over to com slash support and show us some love. Remember, our show is value for value. So whatever value you receive, please give some back by going over to com slash support.
0: That's right. com slash support. We accept PayPal. Monthly donations help us keep afloat. We're still struggling to buy equipment and get this show, get some other things going. We appreciate the love and support. We record Healthy Talk Show live on Mondays and Fridays at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's 3 a.m. UTC over at HealthyTalkShow.com forward slash live. Please send your questions, comments, or concerns over over to AskHealthyTalkShow.com. Love and light. Love and light.